1: Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX. Now playing and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. Ah! Oh, here we go. It is a Friday. There's a lot going on live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, the great Jim Harbaugh, the new coach of the L.A. Chargers, stops by our show. My friend Jim Harbaugh. Turbulent early, no longer turbulent. I can't wait. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. Um, You know, J-Mac, it is hard for the average fan to relate to Rich Proact. Right? Like, I understand that. I mean, how do you relate to Kevin Durant or Patrick Mahomes? I get that. But when you come out of college, you came out of college, I came out of college. I had a little fear when I came out of college. Ooh. I was a kid, a childhood, of divorce, didn't have any money. So, like, I had to get it right fast. Like, I couldn't afford to make a bunch of mistakes. You can kind of relate to that. You didn't grow up like I did. But when you get out of college, there is that, there is that period of, the hell am I going to do with my life? Oh, well, right. Uncertainty, yeah, certainly. A lot of it. And so that's the situation with Caleb Williams, who I'm told by NFL executives, USC's quarterback, is the best quarterback prospect they can remember, better than Andrew Luck, a five-tool guy, Led the nation in offense despite having only one great teammate the last two years. Daniel Jeremiah yesterday, about as smart as guy as our space has, said he'd be surprised if the Bears didn't take him number one. Yes, they should take him number one. He's a LeBron as a prospect. He's an Andrew Luck or a Trevor Lawrence. But people think in terms of football, not basketball, guys, he's better. And... um and I want you to think about this. I want you to try to relate to this. You come out of college, you're number one in your law class. Not not at your school, but in the country. You went to Duke or Virginia. You went to Cal, whoever has a good law firm or a good law school. Michigan, Texas, whoever, Virginia, whoever. Number one. And you don't really have a choice where you go. And the the law firm that has the number one pick has no history of winning consistently and is actually, for your position, quarterback, professional quicksand. Would you be a little anxious about it? The Chicago Bears are not a winning football operation. In the last decade, they finished last 50% of the time. They have a head coach that if he loses games in September, he's on the hot seat. They have the only defensive coach in the division, and the Packers and the Lions are young Really good at quarterback, winning with a ton of momentum. And Minnesota's always pretty good. And young quarterbacks, overwhelmingly, are as good as where they land. I mean, Justin Fields is 10-28. Do you think he'd be 10-28 if he inherited Andy Reid? I don't. The Bears have had one winning season in 11 years. They haven't won a playoff game in 14. They haven't had an offense in the top 15 in the last decade. It is Loserville offensively. And their division looks really, really, really good. And so there are concerns, and I pointed them out yesterday on the show, from Caleb Williams and his camp. This is not the perfect destination. Washington at number two, in my opinion, he's from there, is a much better landing spot. But I got a call yesterday from the Caleb Williams camp. By the way, he's got a very small camp. He doesn't have an entourage. He's got like an assistant for the NIL stuff, a marketing person. He he doesn't have a big camp. He has a dad, big personality, smart guy, strong opinions, does his homework. Caleb and his dad don't always agree, but he's got a very big personality as a father. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, "Whoa, whoa, 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 Colin. We don't, want to be, we don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago, and we don't want to be painted as anti-Bear. And they and they made it clear to me that they said, listen, we don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. Chicago cares. They're big, loud, they're passionate. They fire coaches all the time. They care. We don't want to go to some sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. And they did say... There is a path to succeed in Chicago. It's called the Houston Texans. Defensive coach, couple of weapons, cap space, good pick. Uh, you know, they, they mentioned they got a second pick. There's a bunch of good receivers out there, LSU, Washington. They could go get another weapon, and they already have one bona fide number one pick. But it does show you the reality of Caleb Williams, and I've got sympathy for the athlete. I'm a radio guy. I could have failed at my first job. It didn't matter. I got a 50, 60 year runway. S- start naming all the quarterbacks whose first spot was a disaster and they resurrected it, and it just went great. And not many of them. And Caleb Williams is great. And all he wants to do is win. And he's super competitive. About my only criticism of Caleb Williams, he gets a little pissy after he loses, he gets very moody. He, he doesn't like to lose. He is hyper-competitive. People banged on him because he, he cried after a, a loss this year, and I'm like, he cares. I don't want Jay Cutler, the greatest Bears quarterback ever. I don't want indifference. I want passion. So it's just very interesting to me is that, you know, the Caleb Williams camp is like, and I, I wouldn't say, I've got people that are around the camp and around Caleb pretty well-connected. Um, he does not want to be viewed as a villain. He doesn't want to be viewed as anti-Chicago. He actually likes the fact it's a big, loud town. They talked about Jordan and the Bulls. They care. They're into it. They got money. They're, they're, but it's this is the dilemma, and I absolutely will defend players. John Elway said no thanks. He was right. Eli Manning to the Chargers, not going. He was right, and I think Caleb Williams, deep down privately, has real concerns about the Bears. His dad has a strong personality and isn't afraid to say it. But they called last night and said, we we do not want to be viewed as anti-Chicago. That's We don't want to be a villain. There's an avenue that this works. It's the avenue of the Houston Texans. We're staying very positive. We have some good vibes here. And we want to be the number one pick. But I'll say it again. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot of concerns. And if I was 22... And I knew overwhelmingly my first destination doesn't go well. I got about a 10% shot to resurrect my career. And I'm a guy that my career matters to me. And he's a kid. His career matters to him. He does not like losing at all. And that's all Chicago does. We'll keep updating you. I love the fact they reached out. I love the fact that Chicago's talking about it, going on a couple of Chicago radio stations today, and I love that. But it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Chicago has not proven themselves to be a winning organization consistently, and they are a disaster offensively for most of my life. I couldn't tell you, and I'm sure there's one there, the last time Chicago had four or five straight years of like really dynamic offenses in their own division, that basically describes Green Bay for the last 30 years. Minnesota's always viable offensively. Now the Lions are great offensively. And Matt Eberflus goes 1-4 in September, and Caleb would be on his second coach. Not ideal. All right, speaking of not ideal, sometimes you just have to try to explain stuff. So the Boston Celtics have the best home record in the NBA. They had all their starters. They're a much better team than the Lakers. And last night, A.D. didn't play, and LeBron didn't play, And the Lakers went into Boston and rolled them. (laughs) How, why, what does that mean? Well, first of all, it's the NBA regular season. It's very long. I just watched the Knicks dust the Nuggets by 38 points. Uh, Awful Detroit recently beat, in about the last week, awful Detroit, didn't watch the game, saw the highlights, beat OKC. The Blazers, a couple of nights ago, a really fun, exciting young team that's years away from being, you know, contender viable, beat the Bucs. A contender viable team right now. So it's the regular season, and you know my guess is LeBron and AD aren't playing, and all the starters see it. Oh, we're playing the Lakers JV team. And that's sort of the attitude they had going into the game. But it does concern me, because I've said this before, I can't unsee things. I can't unhear certain things in sports. And I think about Jason Tatum last night. Yes, I know he's talented and good and productive. But is he confrontational? They had seven free throws last night. How about be aggressive? How about attack the Lakers? Seven free throws all night. Now, they hit them all, but seven free throws. Why are the Lakers' JV team basically getting any look they want defensively? So I watched these Celtics get trounced by the Clippers at home a week ago. I only watched the first half. But from the first minute of the game, the Clippers were far more aggressive. What would Michael have done? Where's the confrontation? Where's the yelling? Where's the arguing? Where's the sitting guys down in the huddle? I'm sorry. But there were concerns years ago about Steph Curry. Is Steph Curry a fighter, or is he just sort of a a good shooter? And then remember that game against the Celtics in the finals? Warriors down 2-1. Steph Curry takes his outmanned Warriors to Boston and drops uh, 43 and is all fight for three hours. And Jason Tatum that night, bad shooting night, not efficient, shrinks. It's hard for me to unsee it. Austin Reeves last night, he did whatever he wanted to. I mean, literally just did whatever he wanted to. Whether you like him or not, in Boston, no LeBron, no ADs, hot. Stop him. Guard him. End it. Over. Nope. Seven free throws. Attack the basket. Nope. I just don't see, in the biggest spots, I see an inconsistent fight from the Celtics. Sometimes there, sometimes not. And to me, that always comes down to well, it's your, who's your star player? I'm not saying you can't have bad nights. Bucks lost to the Blazers. Nuggets rolled by the Knicks. Knicks are pretty good, though. Pistons beat OKC. It's the NBA season. It happens. But in the last week, the Clippers walk in there and roll them and take the game to them. And last night, no LeBron and no AD. And the Lakers got any shot they wanted. 114 points, but no LeBron and AD. What was that? The Celtics coach tried to explain it it just
2: happens stretches of bad basketball happen, and you work your butt off uh, every day to minimize those but stretches of bad basketball happen and we can't sit here and act like that it we're too uh entitled for it to happen to us it happens and it's a matter of how we respond to it and can we work through it we didn't play as hard as they did they played inspired there was 70 minutes and 35 shots available for multiple guys and uh the guys on the lakers team took advantage of it and we just didn't play as hard as they
1: did all right that's the explanation. You okay with that, J-Mac? They just didn't play as hard as they did. No LeBron, no AD. Austin Reeves takes the game over. No, no, it's just whatever. I, 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 t- I tried to tell you this week, Austin Reeves is him. I mean, he went <laughs> off, Colin. What a performance. He was very good. Listen, he, hey, He was very good. You and
0: I are prone to the occasional Wednesday show clunker, okay? Yeah. This was a clunker as
1: a 15-point favorite All right. at home. Okay. It happens. Much ado about nothing, right? something a little something <laughs> now it's one thing if it's detroit okc but you're at home and it's you just got rolled by the clippers at home so here come the lakers they don't have their two best players yeah and you just get I mean, literally, the Lakers just got any shot they wanted to. Great three-point looks, drive to the basket. Yeah. You remember how when you played sports, you'd step up to the line of scrimmage, and you'd
0: look, oh, they're missing their best two defenders? Oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. And you just aren't as locked in as you need to be. It happens. It doesn't happen to me on the basketball court. I wasn't
1: good enough to do that. (laughs) All right. Maybe it's just, listen, it happens. The Nuggets have been rolled a few times. Yeah. All right. No big deal. No big deal. Early February stinker. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports
0: Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy. 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D.
0: 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo's Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dipper's Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to BlackBuffaloZero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. So I saw a piece of video yesterday sent to me that I thought was really, really interesting. Jed York owns the Niners. And he was talking to the media. Um, He's not Jerry Jones. He doesn't talk that frequently, but he was talking to the media about Kyle Shanahan. And one of the reasons they've been to two Super Bowls in five years and four out of the last five years they've gotten to conference championships is is not just Kyle and some of the good players. It's a mindset mindset that san francisco has and uh jed york talking about brock purdy is pretty interesting stuff here listen he grabbed me after practice he's like, hey, hey man we we, we got to talk and he's like "Ah, uh, i think our third
0: string quarterback's our best quarterback I'm like okay i'm like what does that mean he's like oh well, he's like obviously like we've invested in trey like trey's doing a good job like we're going to do everything that we can we're not going to change that and we're not going to change the chart the depth chart, but like." I, I think Brock will end up being our quarterback at some point and like he didn't force it but if you had two injuries and that's how Brock ended up playing but he's he's always honest even if it's not like one thing that owners don't love to hear when they've invested money and or draft picks or both into people that the last pick in the draft is the guy that we think <laughs> is the best that's that's generally not great news um, but, but he's honest.
1: That's why I love Kyle Shanahan. We talk about it often in this show. Kyle Shanahan's number one concern was getting it right. Not consumed or paralyzed with trying to be right. It would have been much easier to go to the owner and say, Hey, our pick is really, is needs some time. And Kyle's like, no, the guy we passed on six times is better. The New York Giants are still trying to make you believe, hey, we did not reach for Daniel Jones. That was a hell of a pick. It just takes time. Yeah, we got like 60 career starts, mid-80 passer rating. The Giants, people upstairs, are trying to be right. Seattle Seahawks, the Geno Smith story was great. Get it right. He's not a a hoist-a-trophy quarterback. Don't try to be right. We told you, we resurrect. This guy can play. Yeah, he can't hoist a trophy. Get it right. People in my business, paralyzed. What are they saying about me on social media? Who cares? Kyle Shanahan said nobody bats a 1,000. <laughs> we made a mistake six times. At least we got it right with Brock Purdy on the seventh try. And I appreciate that. The Giants are a franchise that used to be great. They have failed over and over and over, doubling down on mistakes to validate their picks. San Francisco doesn't do that. They just keep getting to NFC championships. It's Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. Let's try Trey Lance? Wow. Here's Brock Purdy? Wow. And by the way, if Brock Purdy lays an egg in the Super Bowl, how do you know they won't draft another quarterback next year? They take big swings. They keep getting the conference championships. Doesn't matter if it's Christian McCaffrey. People bagged on that. Big swing. That's what I like about him. Chicago Bears, stop trying to validate Justin Fields. He's ten and twenty-eight. Caleb Williams is a better he's a better prospect. Like stop it. You find in the NFL the franchises that are trying to double down to prove they got it right previously, you just get stuck in quicksand. And San Francisco, Shanahan, John Lynch deserve a ton of credit. They don't do it like that. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. We tried Garoppolo. Kind of worked. Trey Lance thought it would work. Brock Purdy think it'll work. They get blown out in the Super Bowl? Don't be surprised. Second, third, fourth round, they drafting their quarterback. Get it right. They'll be paralyzed by trying to be right. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon
0: Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yeah, Yo. you know, as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Paulie and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most bo- terrible. Bo- wait, not that wait, one. Wait, why? Uh, open this other one. Dear Paulie and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait, try this one. Dear Paulie and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At coming up with the stupidest takes possible. You know what? Just forget you what know what? forget this. Just listen to the Foley and Tony Fusco show on the I Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Yeah. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way. With same-game parlay only on DraftKings, the crown is yours.
0: Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred gambler or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance
1: Unbelievable!
0: When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, i going to tell you about an American made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo's Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dipper's Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to BlackBuffaloZero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. You know, we we feel, we've been telling you for about an hour, we're going to have Jim Harbaugh on, and I'm so excited. Um, I've said this, there's eight new coaches in the NFL. One's going to work for sure, and then I don't know about the rest. (laughs) Uh, He's one of the great coaches of my lifetime. Uh, His brother's obviously a great coach. His dad was a remarkable coach. Um, And we implored the Chargers when uh, they moved off their coach. We and everybody in the Los Angeles media said, Justin Herbert, deserves a great coach and they went and got one and his name is Jim Harbaugh nice enough to spend time with us today join us live first of all Jim how are you thank you for doing this how are you doing how are you doing
2: oh incredible uh doing great Colin and um, I just can't tell you I mean how excited I'm being on the show it's a it's a chance for redemption <laughs> jim you and i are good we're gonna be good for the rest
1: of our life we're good brother you know i love you you're good with me you leave me little notes at fox we're gonna be good no problem
2: uh the, the infamous 2015 interview i mean uh yeah. I, I was a clunker and uh I I've, been, I've been dreaming about this day i've been dreaming about this day picturing it and uh i'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna really try to bring it for you today, Colin, okay? We're gonna manifest. Redemption.
1: We're manifesting it because I thought about it too. I told you how bad I felt about that. I told you I, it was my fault. I stunk. I didn't no, do I
2: was it. More, was mine.
1: Okay. So I want to start with this. Before you took the job, how much did you know? We know Justin Herbert's great, but how, how much did yeah. you know about Justin Herbert?
2: Well, I mean, how could you not know about? Him? I mean, uh, watching him on TV and and uh, and watching tape. I mean. He's uh, he's an incredible player, and uh, yeah, knew a lot about him. Top top, as good as is it as good as they get in the uh, in the National Football League, and uh, he's a crown jewel. I mean, the uh, in in every way, uh, you know, he's he's got it. He's tough. He's got the the arm talent and uh, leadership, and you know, just games he's played. I mean, just just marveled. You know, watch tell my young young son Jack. I mean, uh, let's 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 just watch this guy and enjoy.
1: Yeah. You know, you do something that is not easy to do in coaching, but you do it repeatedly and you do it immediately. And I'm not sure how you do it, but you do it. And if it was easy, everybody would do it, and they can't. Your teams get tough and physical immediately. I watched the Stanford team walk into the Coliseum as a 40-point dog and start getting right in USC's face. I saw it with four of your top ten defenses in San Francisco. Again, your teams get good. And they all get physical very fast. Can you explain what is the messaging? How, if it's easy, everybody does it. What do you do to
2: instill
1: that in all your teams quickly?
2: Well, uh, um, nothing fancy, you know, just um, good old fashioned hard work, good old fashioned teamwork. Um, you know, guys, guys get are good at football. You know, if they the player that knows what to do, how to do it, where to align, um, you know, plays the technique properly, uh, and then you combine that with being a superior athlete, and then, you know, then you really have it. So, um, you know, we can all we can all control, uh, you know, being being the kind of player that knows what to do and how to do it and when to do it, and then train, you know, just good old fashioned hard work, training yeah. yourself to be. You know, a, a good athlete, a better athlete, a superior athlete.
1: Now, Jim, you've been out of the NFL for nine years. the The league has changed yeah. some rules. It's much more of an offensive league now. You can't do as much grabbing. And, so, are are you? Are, is there any concern that you're like, wow, it's football? But I've been out of this space for nine years. Any concerns at all about that? Do you feel like you have to catch up on anything?
2: Yes, I do. That's a, that's a really good question, um, and. There's there's things I got that I do have to catch up on. Um, you know, it's, it's still I still know this that you have to win. It, th- that hasn't changed. I'm, right, uh, I'm darn sure of that um, the uh, the analytics piece, the reports, the uh, you know the study, the um, you know I think that's, that's grown. I mean, it can even even 10, 10, 15 years ago, you know, coaches sitting around watching the tape, putting in the game plan. Uh, you know, it's it's been aided so much by, uh, by uh, reports, analytics of what coaches should watch and, and and the important things to watch. And I'm not talking about you know when to go for it or go for two or go for it on fourth down. Uh, you know, really the the um, the uh, the tendencies. Yeah. Uh, you know, that you know all all play callers have in, in their DNA, but uh, you know to really be able to. To hone in on it I mean think of it like the human brain yeah. and I think of you know what the computer can do uh, and then there's stuff about AI that I have that the human brain can't even go to right. uh, not not even not even there yet but I bet you know but it's not for a f- few more years that uh, you know the AI is in football as well so I am generally
1: not a fan of the coach having GM personnel power but there are exceptions I thought when Jimmy Johnson came out of college He knew the guys he recruited. Give him personnel say. I have strongly said, give Harbaugh, especially the first four years, give Jim personnel say. Um, Is is it possible? I mean, Because you recruited many of these first and second, third-round guys. You probably recruited a lot of them. How much of the personnel, you obviously are going to have a GM, but how much do you want to be in it saying, I want that defensive tackle. I, I recruited him. I want this edge.
2: How much say do you want? Teamwork makes the dream work. I mean, good old fashioned hard work and teamwork, uh, and that's that's what it's all about. And um, you know, Joe Ortiz is here. He just got in the other night, and uh, you know, we're always we, we go back, and uh, we've always had a, a great relationship. That's his. That's what he's the expert at. And um, uh, you know, I'm I'm going to be there to aid him. I'm gonna aspire to watch. You know. Uh, as much tape as my brother does, uh, you know, as much tape or more than any any coach uh, in the NFL watches on the on the college players and the, and the free agents. Uh, but I mean, that's you know, I'm going to be uh, Robin to his Batman. That's uh, that's that's his where he's the expert, and that's and that's that's the kind of uh, um, coaching staff that's the kind of uh, you know uh, organization we want to build is you know an expert at in their field. Doing their job, and then uh, you know we're we're there to support in that area. But yeah, I've been just my dad, just way I grew up was I mean that person he or she is the expert in that area, um, and if I do what they tell me to do, how they tell me to do it, then I will be successful. Uh, you know that's that's what I want for uh, uh, our coaching staff, everybody in the organization and ultimately our players, right? I mean, the, the, the players that have a position coach, you know, that get getting that expert in that position. So that, uh, you take, take the thinking out of it and, uh, just, uh, listen to the instruction, you know, embrace the instruction and then go execute the instruction. But, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody better. And, and my brother, my brother, John would tell you, I mean, Joe Ortiz is, yeah. is one of the absolute best. So, uh, no, I want to, i want I want to coach the team um, and you know when it comes to uh, the other decisions we'll support we'll support the expert in that area yeah. and uh, and do it as a team
1: you know it's interesting um, I see you as such a midwest authentic guy, and yet you come out West, you crushed at San Diego, you crushed with the Niners, you crushed with Stanford, and it's because I really look at you and your brother and your dad. You're kind of this Midwest family, and was there part of you that said to yourself, listen, I made a lot of money, Michigan's home. Do I, you know, West Coast is all glitzy. I don't know if I'm an L.A. guy. Did you have any doubt about coming back to the NFL in Los Angeles?
2: Uh." No, not – I mean it's it's to me it's you know faith family football the challenge uh you know take a take another crack at uh you know winning the uh, uh the Lombardi being known as simply uh, world champions and then the family I mean I was uh, the Spanos family it's 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 all about that if you know coach some of the nephews and uh, you know go back uh, with John Spanos you know many years and Dean Spanos played for the I played for the Chargers yep. uh and I'm a midwest guy but then half of me is a is a is a california guy as well yeah, yeah. Um, graduated high school from pally high in Palo Alto California uh, my first coaching job was with the with the Raiders when they were in oakland then I went to USD that was my first head coaching job then Stanford then the 49ers uh my only coaching job uh, outside in my is is Michigan and uh you know now back here there's there's a there's definitely an emotional uh you know, connection not only to the team but to the state and to uh, as as Ronald Reagan said, uh and let me see if I can get this one right. Okay. Uh, if I remember it, you know, uh California isn't a place. It's a way of life.
1: Wow, that was very good. you pulled that one out. That was a good one. I like that. Hey, one one final question.
2: I do you know about LA. LA, LA. I mean <laughs> if, if I Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you know they they uh, respect talent,
1: and yes.
2: effort, yes, and winning.
1: Yeah, know? they'd like and, you to win. And, There's uh, a lot to do here in LA. You got to yeah. win, or they forget about you real fast in LA. Finally, I got to ask you one Michigan question. You don't need a quarterback, so I can ask you about JJ McCarthy as a kid. How do you think he'll do? What What does he bring to the table that maybe I can't see as a TV
2: viewer? Uh, arm talent athleticism it factor uh, winning with numbing repetition uh, don't be surprised when he if when he goes to uh, he's the number one quarterback off the board that's that's my prediction right now. Uh, when people get a load of, of uh, JJ and what he you know how he can throw the ball how he spins it his athleticism uh, his intelligence uh, you know talk about it factor you know he's got it the competitiveness, that he has, and uh, and they get around him, and they really start digging in, and they start talking to him. Uh, yeah, that's 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 uh, that's an early prediction for the twenty twenty four NFL draft. Well, I
1: can't wait for the season. I, I can't, I'm looking at your schedule this morning, and I I told my buddy who's I got a bunch of buddies who are Charger fans, and I said who's got it better than you? Nobody, because I look at you and what you do. You you are. Man, you are chomping at the bit. You're, so you're right. Right now, you're just watching all these Charger games. Is that what you're doing right now? Going back and watching every play. Is that your life right now?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, trying to hire. Uh, not trying, but you know, really focused on um, hiring the staff. You know, getting our getting our staff of coaches hired in place. Uh, you know, talking to multiple multiple people. Yeah. Um, you know, trying to put together an all star staff. What what I think our players. Uh, Deserve, yeah, and um, you know, especially especially the quarterback. You know, uh, you know, motivates me every day. Getting up in the morning, like, no, I got to bring it. And it, this is gonna have to be gonna have to be, you know, a plus game because uh, because he's so good. Um, and and there's so many pros pros that are on this team. Um, you know, getting the right getting the right coaching staff together, the best we can get. Um, you know. Top five t- kind of guys in the profession. Uh, what we're, we're what we're going after, and uh, yeah, and then it's going to be um, you know addressing what we need to address, and that's uh, you, know, you know getting get, getting good at football. So uh, uh, in the process, every day is uh, so much fulfillment right now because uh, it's, things are getting things are getting done. We're working at it.
1: All right, good luck. A Little sticker shock. I'll just give you a heads up. Houses are expensive out here. Good luck, because you and your beautiful wife look for a house. It's not Midwest prices. You'll do fine, but I think you'll love it out here. Wherever you live, ocean breeze, you're going to be winning football games. It's great to see you, and thank you for taking time for us today. I know you have a lot of things going on.
2: Well, I appreciate that. That's a, that's a, probably another a topic for another day. I'm, I mean, I've lived out here in California, bought homes, sold homes. They've been the best investments <laughs> uh, in my in my investment uh, <laughs> uh, career. So yeah, I, I can, uh, I can vouch for that. All right. Great seeing you, Jim. Good luck to you. You too, Colin. Thanks a lot. All right. Jim Harbaugh. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff.